Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick, and this week we are going to be talking about twins and taking care of twins and the special ways that twins interact with each other and with you. And for that, I have brought on a fellow nanny from Chicago, Annie Lynch. Hello. Hi, Annie. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah. I'm so excited. So Annie and I met at the Harry Potter show yes. um, that I have been doing for the past year, and Annie competed, and she was awesome. Third place awesome. Third place awesome, <laughs> which for Gryffindor is very good, because um, we don't do well. I I'm like, a Griff, too. Oh, okay. I thought Gryffindor was like, always win. That's like their thing. No. Yeah. In the books, that's true. But in our competitions, uh, now Ravenclaw is... Because the smart ones have the best jokes. I know. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Whatever. We're number one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, met Annie doing that and was like, oh, you're great. Come on my show. And now she's here. And I'm so happy to have you. So before we get started with talking about twins, um, let's hear a little bit about your background as a nanny. Yeah. So I've been nannying since I was about like 14, 15, and now I'm like 25. So I've been a nanny for like a decade, which is a long time to commit to children growing. Um, And it's cool because there are families I have been with since like I was 14 and I am still with. And then there are like new families and I'm like looking at kids and I'm like, oh, you're so little. You don't know what's going on yet. Because they're all really little and don't know what's going on yet. I know. But it's cool because I've, I've, I feel like I've done like at least a dozen different families. And then like the one family that I do stick with, it's, I feel like they're my children. Oh like, yeah. I see them grow. Like one just learned about sex ed and I'm, Aww. and he, and he was like, it's, very interesting. <laughs> it was like, uh, uh-huh. I don't want to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> completely, I'm like, I have to like tuck you into bed and lie with you till you fall asleep. Let's not have this discussion. You're 10. Oh, wow. They do it really early in Chicago. I guess so. Yeah. My my sex ed, I went to Montessori though, so that, okay. it was pretty hippy-dippy. Yeah. Um, I went I, to a Montessori middle school. Oh, nice. 
Nice. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they started at like nine, nine to twelve. Was yeah. The, yeah. That was the age when they would like just slowly introduce you to everything. See, I also went to school in Tennessee, so ah, I gotcha. It's all not done correctly. My dad was telling me the story actually one time when I was a little kid, um, and we were downtown at a restaurant, and I was about four, and the guy, like the show, the not the chauffeur, the person who gets caught the valet. valet. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, <laughs> the, you got there before I even prompted you. The valet um, picked me up to put me in the car and I went, no, it's my body and you get, need my permission to touch it. And he was like horrified and like looking at my dad and like, I'm, I didn't do anything. And, and yeah, That's my, amazing. Yeah. It was That's a, great that you knew at that age. Yeah. The Montessori teaches you early. Yeah. yeah. And that's something that we've talked about a lot on the show is uh, helping kids learn that it's their body and they can say no yeah. to touch. Um, something that I always do with playdates is at the end when we're saying goodbye, I say like, do you want to hug? Do you want to high five? Do you want to do nothing? Do you yeah. want to just wave? You know, Aww, so that nice. they can choose. Yeah, how. instead of like, give your friend a hug goodbye. Exactly. I'm really against forcing children to hug anyone yeah. if they don't want to. Yeah. And it's even weird. moment to moment, like if they don't want to hug grandma right then, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, like you have a weird aunt. You're like, give your aunt a hug and a kiss. And you're like, I don't give like anyone but my mom a kiss. Yeah. Like, why would I ever do that? Yeah. It's super. To yeah. this person that I don't know. Yeah. It's very bizarre. It is. Um, and that's something that is changing in our culture and I hope continues to and yeah. changes faster yeah. than it is. Yeah. Agreed. Because uh, I, when I am at like family things that it's not my place <laughs> to speak <laughs> up, but I'm just like, no, you don't have to hug me. Yeah. Like it's okay. Yeah. I'm always we like, don't... you can just give me a high five. Yeah. Good yeah. to see you. We don't even know each other that yeah. well. Except they're, if they're a baby, then I'm going to steal them out yes. of someone's arms and totally pretend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Babies um, don't know yet. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know yet. And I'm good with babies, so. Samesies, yeah. Yeah. We're nannies. <laughs> yeah. We're great, um, so. Well, awesome. So, okay. You were nannying since mm -hmm. you were 14 mm -hmm. and are continuing to nanny. Do you patchwork your schedule together? Yeah. So, like, currently I'm serving and then, like, offhand babysitting. Okay. So, nice. like, a couple of nights a week I'll babysit. But, like, I was just, the last kid I was with, I would just pick up from school mm -hmm. um, and... He was he was tough because I think he was on the spectrum a little bit, mm -hmm. and I have a brother with autism, so mm -hmm. like I was really good with him and could recognize it, but it was also like super frustrating because it yes. was like I had to be with my brother all day, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> which no one really wants to be. No, people with like close sibling relationships, I'm like, nah, really? I don't understand this. I don't really know what's going on. Okay, um, but yeah, so it was that was. That was a that was a difficulter nannying situation. Yeah, yeah a lot of patience so. used. Yes, yes, and we actually I've got um, an autism episode lined up. 
but he is teaching camps around the country right now, theater camps. Oh, so I have to so wait for him to get back. This is a person like patient with autistic. Yeah, kids. That's he's, nice. it's like his whole jam, Aww. like his specialty. That's really cool. Yeah, I, so it I'm takes excited. for me because like I've just been like grown up around autistic kids all my whole life. It's like it's like exhausting. Yes. So it's really cool to see someone like or hear about someone that's yeah. like excited to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited to have him on. David will be here later this summer. (laughs) Or maybe early fall. Um, But yeah, okay, great. Well, let's get into twins. Yes. Let's talk about them. So your experience, you've nannied for one set of twins, correct? I have actually, I realized after we spoke, I've nannied for two different sets of fraternal female twins. Okay. And they were all blonde. Wow. All four of them. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they're all, and they were the same age and I completely forgot about it. Well, one was like a babysitting. One was like a full-time right. Right. Twins are, twins are fun and not at all fun at the same time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cause like you can have like that here, you go off and play together, but you also need to like navigate their dynamics and a lot. And sometimes you deal with kids that are parents um spoil them uh-huh so that you the at least the twins that i was so i was always the no person right i was like uh-uh you're not gonna have that you don't need that <laughs> like i feel like i'm like that with a lot of kids yes i don't know about you yes. but like i'm the parents will be like sure and they're like i hate you you my mommy always gives me whatever i want i'm like your mom's not teaching you life skills <laughs> <laughs> yes i yeah. uh there has been a family that uh that I nannied for a while ago, but they would give chocolate, like if the kid was hurt. And I was just like, you are setting this child up for a terrible relationship with food. I could think about is me as a little chubby kid and like that's how I would cope. Yeah, Don't do it like that. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, and then yes. Most of my families have not spoiled their kids, but I definitely am a harder no. Yeah. Than Do you find you say no a lot? Yes. Yeah, me too. Because they need to hear no. Yeah. I, I've they always, need to have boundaries. I've worried like maybe I'm like I have control issues. Like maybe mm-hmm. I'm like, I, maybe I should be saying yes. Like, oh, sure. They can <laughs> have a, a ice cream after school instead of, no, I forgot my wallet at the house. Like that's right. what I use all the time. But, I always say, oh, did you bring money? Are yeah. you going to buy me ice cream? Yeah, I and use that like, too. No. And they're like, no, I don't have money. I was like, me neither. That's why I'm here with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, well then, if you don't have any money, then we yeah. don't get ice cream today. Yeah, yeah. I'm sad about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. You're both disappointed in yeah. that case. I'm yeah. like, oh man, I wish we could have ice cream too, but we don't have any money. Mm-mm. And Shame. I don't think that man is going to give us ice cream for free. No. Sometimes we'll just be like, oh, they don't take credit cards. Yeah. And, you know, and they're like, well, why don't they take credit cards? I'm like, well, it's a social and economic system. I, yeah. I don't think you're going to comprehend it quite yet. But look, a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go past the ice yeah. cream guy into the park <laughs> where there's lots of stuff for you to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, twins, speaking of parks, one of my like most difficult spaces with twins was definitely the park. If it was crowded at all, um, just because 
the I like wanted to promote individuality because they're twins and so you want like to give them the opportunity to explore things on their own and the space to do that but at a park usually if it's kind of a bigger park and you have an older kid then you can just focus on the younger kid Mm -hmm. and like the older kid can check in with you and you can like have an eye on him but when they're both the same age and they're both I'm the twins that I am thinking of because I've also nannied for two different sets of twins and these were two girls and they um were two when I started which is just such like a hands-on like you really have to watch them Mm -hmm. age but I was like we're not just gonna sit in the house because that will be awful yeah yeah um and so you know but also then going to the park and if there were lots of kids yeah and then do you ever find like other kids like will get confused about that kid and you see that happen and you see like the twins just being like oh my god again right obviously i'm not like charlie whatever (laughs) right yeah neither of my sets because one was one was a um boy girl Mm -hmm. twin set so nobody got them confused Mm -hmm. um and they also looked nothing alike which was so funny to me and then the other one the two girls also looked not that similar one was blonde one was brunette Hmm. like one had blue eyes one had brown eyes really very different the fraternal twins that i dealt with like they looked similar but were obviously different like the one pair that i nannied for full time like they're both blonde both like different looking but one had like curly blonde hair and one Uh had straight blonde hair and it was like always and you could tell like the one with curly hair was a little bit more wild and cool and rambunctious and the Mm -hmm. one the one with straight hair was like very very sweet and very quiet (laughs) and mousy and I was like oh your hair is like reflect your personality that's so funny it's really funny I read this uh Victorian etiquette book for a play that I was doing and there was this whole chapter about hair and personality and the type of like hair that you needed to marry um (laughs) to offset your personality it was fascinating but it is funny to see it play out like modern times I feel like like it's not accurate no I don't think it's accurate (laughs) at all but it is interesting I love that though yeah I (laughs) What, do you remember specific like spots like if well it was like curly hair, hair yeah. is like wild and yeah. like free spirit yeah. and so they need to marry someone who has straight hair and is like more like reined in wow yeah it was very interesting that is fascinating and like redheads were just you know those are the wild cards they really mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. and they were like you cannot marry another redhead agree do not do it my brother is a redhead so I'm pretty discriminatory against them mm-hmm. not to hate on siblings yet again <laughs> specifically my brother <laughs> but when it comes to the romance I'm like redhead uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. do it not doing it not doing it fair enough it's too unique fair enough yeah yeah, yeah. it is they're like true gingers are not that much of the population they were growing more so do you yeah. know it's like it's like a gene yeah so it's like a it's a gene that that it, a recessive gene and it also is linked to no I'm gonna say that wrong Cut here, blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but anyway, back to twins. Speaking of, I mean, redhead and different types of of features. Yeah. Because I have 
I babysat identical twins Mm -hmm. when I was younger. And something that I read as I was researching for this episode is it was like, do not be afraid to make them wear name tags for the first like few weeks that you work with identical twins. Wow. Because they're like, this will help you not misidentify them especially like if they are too young to talk definitely put name tags on them yeah because um you don't want to like punish one for something that the other one the other one did although at that you know when they're they're baby babies you're not punishing that much but still or like you did tummy time with charlie but uh another one didn't get it yeah you know and so you don't get them charlo yeah (laughs) those parents i can't i couldn't think of another child's name and i'm with them all day james there we go but james hasn't had tummy time but like you put him in cribs and then you know you can just lose track and so they were like do not be ashamed or afraid to put name tags on them and Hmm. if they're older it helps because then they can't Whole pranks on you, although well, couldn't they, they by could like moving it's full Mary tag. Kate and Ashley right there? Just yeah, like switch a name tag, go take the test for the other kid. Yeah, um, I actually the kid, the two, one of the two sets of girls was, um, their names were so funny to me. Um, they were named after like colors but different shades of color, so mm-hmm. one was blue and one was red. Uh huh. And then I won't say their names, yeah, but yeah, but it was, it was very like color-coded personalities and then did the parents then buy them stuff in Mm -hmm. those colors okay Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. interesting yeah and they just happened to be their favorite colors in the end and i think it's because it was kind of forced to be yeah yeah that's curious well and it is curious because the two girl twins that i nannied they i don't know yeah, it was like which came first, their favorite color or their parents bought them things in that color because one was like pink and one was purple. Mm-hmm. And so so that they could tell all their stuff apart. Um, oh. And so they would just have like the one of them would have pink shoes and the other one would have purple shoes oh. and one would have a pink jacket and the other one would have a purple jacket. I guess that's smart, but what if they don't like their colors? I know. Also, pink for a girl? Come on. I know. Like, but she, I think they norms. they asked her what she wanted. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then she said pink, and the other one said purple. Okay, well, then they're living their own gender norms. That's yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, they're just carrying they're, it out. They're just children. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> um, and so it was, but it it was really helpful yeah. to have like everything be color coded. Cause then I was like, I clearly know whose lunchbox is whose and, yeah. um, and you know, shoes were easy and jackets and that's really it smart. Just took all the like guesswork out of it. Yeah. Um, of like having to look at names written on things or, yeah. you know, to figure out who's who's one of the twins. So there was the the blue and the red one, and then there was the other ones. They would just have two of the same everything. Oh, and yeah. like they would share clothes depending on what they want, but they also like to have their own individual clothes. So they would have like they always had the same shoes, mm-hmm. and they always so you, they it doesn't matter whose goes on what feet kind of thing. Interesting, it was like a sharing thing kind of going on. That's so interesting. And yeah. they were fraternal, so their bodies weren't like identical, right? I. But they looked they, pretty similar. They were pretty similar in every aspect, like like in their, like their faces. One was, I think, 
Yeah. I mean, they were pretty similar. They weren't identical, but they were really similar. Okay. Because, see, my twin girls were also, like, one was much taller than the other Mm. and, like, just very different. And so I feel like if they actually did share shoes like that, that they would wear differently. Yeah. You know? like That's true. I think if your bodies are different enough that you can't necessarily do that. And, like, a coat wouldn't fit on the smaller of the two right fits or or wouldn't fit on the bigger if she put on the smaller ones you know yeah well these two were like one was just a little bit more petite but they were same stature same like dynamics it was very interesting even though they weren't identical Yeah. yeah um teeth losing for me when I babysat the identical twins was just the best because I was like, Oh, you you can identify them more. (laughs) (laughs) They had, their mom was like, their calyx and on the back of their head go opposite directions. That's like the only thing. What a mom thing to notice. I know. Right. That's so specific. But I was like, I'm never going to be able to like, be like, okay, for me to be able to, know which one you are please turn around and let me inspect both of your heads together <laughs> that's not helpful for me <laughs> but their teeth that is so funny and when i got there at the beginning because it was just like a weeknight babysitting job mm-hmm. sometimes here and there and when i would get there i would just be like okay who are you yeah and then memorize their shirts <laughs> That's what I would do. I would memorize shirts. Yes. It's the best way to do it. I also do that with like just kids who aren't twins, Mm -hmm. but they just look similar. Yes. And like, I just get kids' names confused all the time Mm because you meet so many. Yeah. And there's so many. But so like when you meet two of them, you're like, hey, bud, can you... Can you come over here, bud? No, not you. You, you. Hey, come on, honey. Like you just like use non-identifiers, and they don't know yeah, this because they no. don't. It's too early, and then they're and I'm like, hey, best friend, and they're so excited, and so I find that like with a, like younger and older, that happens a lot. Yes, yes, totally. Um, another thing that I read as I was researching is caution against at all playing favorites, which I know that. Like, we don't like to talk about it, yeah. but usually as nannies, you do have, like, yeah. a kid that you just flow better with. And sometimes, for me, that has changed, like, yeah. as they've changed in ages, or there's a particular phase that I'm just like, we are just not clicking right now, and it's yeah. more stressful, my time with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get over it, but during those times, if that is happening with a set of twins to just be really cautious mm-hmm. um, and be prepared to just double everything. Like, don't have water for only one, which seems common sense. Yeah. What, when would, yeah. I don't know. But this article was yeah, saying... Yeah, was saying don't have... Well, I mean, couldn't they just share a thing, though? That's true. That, yeah, yeah. That's just my... That's my, like, <laughs> like I, I don't want to carry two water bottles and my water bottle, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys can share. Yeah. Um, or, like, don't always pick the snack that one wants and right. things like that. Right. Um, I will say the the girls that I would always be with, they were, like, their parents just had everything ready to go. And they, oh, nice. And they, like, liked the same thing, so they'd always get the same snacks. It, right. For me, it's, like, the same as it would be with an older and younger kid. And I feel like I never played f- favorites with those particular girls because, to be honest, I didn't 
love them very much. Uh-huh. I, they were like, fine. Like I remember. But being, it sounds like their parents made it difficult. Yeah, it made it a little difficult. And I remember like, so I, I think it was like the end of high, between high school and college, I was babysitting them. And I remember like taking them to a toy store and just talking to the toy store people and being like, I just, I just can't deal with these girls anymore. <laughs> like I just can't. And they're like, I mean, it's difficult because it's twins. I'm like, I don't know. I think their personalities are just not good, <laughs> which was like a horrible thing to say, not only in general, but to a stranger who deals with children in a toy store. <laughs> I was very that, stressed out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you don't click with yeah, families. Yeah. Sometimes and you just don't click with the kids too. Yeah. That's just really totally weird. Happens. Yeah. I've, I mean, I click with most kids because, like, you know, I'm a nanny and that's what I do. But there's some I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We don't get along. And usually it is parenting styles Mm -hmm. that keeps you from clicking. That's what I've noticed. Yeah. So this little boy with uh, on the autism spectrum that I suspect, he's non-diagnosed. I shouldn't be saying it, but this is what I suspect. Like, I, I... his mom and I get along really well Mm -hmm. and I really like her, but I hate the way that she parents so much. And that's why he doesn't like me because I don't use her parenting style. Right. Like she lets him get away with murder. Yeah. And like lets him do, and he's like, needs to finish his homework. She's like, can you make sure he finishes his homework? And like, I find out that if I don't do it, then she waits till the morning because he's put it off for so long. Oh no. And so like, I love, her and she's so sweet but oh my god like i can't deal with her kid because she's like not making it easy for me right yeah yeah Yeah. um and that's so tough because you can't be like hey (laughs) be stricter with your kids so he can not be spoiled and have life skills right yeah yeah he'll be a smarter person right but but if you yeah do you see this thing a lot where parents will um like compliment their kid on every little thing that they do to the point where like the kids like doesn't know when they've actually done well. Yes. Like, cause I was sitting and doing math in the kitchen. The mom was making dinner mm-hmm. and, um, I was like, okay, so what's like three plus one? Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not sure. And, and I was like, okay, so here's three on one hand and here's one on the other. Mm-hmm. What are those together? Oh, four. And my mom's like, Oh, sweetie, you're so smart. I'm like, oh. <laughs> this is basic. Yeah, and something that I try to do as a nanny is one, say, uh, oh my gosh, you did such hard work mm-hmm. instead of like, you're so smart. Yes. Of complimenting their work ethic. Yes. Instead of uh, like this personality, quote unquote, trait yes. that is in their brain just comes naturally. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. And then for like artwork and things that are subjective, mm-hmm. uh, like if I like your use of color mm-hmm. or good use of shape, or I ask or, them what they think about their artwork. Oh, because a lot of, you know, kids will be like, do you like it? And I'm like, I do like it, but how do you feel about it? Oh, like, that's smart. What do you think? Because, to get them to talk about their own artwork, yeah. I think is more important than hearing my thoughts on it. Yeah. You know? And that's a reason because I did an episode with the Story Pirates, and their whole thing is that they have kids submit 
uh, stories and then they turn it into like basically a radio play and then they interview the kids afterwards and that's my favorite part in that episode if you the listener have not listened to it yet go back and listen to it because it's a really great episode but that's their whole philosophy is like let's talk to these kids about why they made these choices yeah um and I think that's just so much more useful than being like great job another great rainbow I love that (laughs) Okay, well, hang Twins. on. Here's here's a question for you. What is your favorite Parent Trap movie or like Twins movie? Ooh, like are we Mary Kate Nashley? Are we feeling Lindsay Lohan? Like, where do we sit on the Twins media? Oh gosh, I was a huge Mary Kate Nashley fan. Me too. Yeah, I really loved uh, P I Z Z A. I want a pizza <laughs> every time. Every time I see pizza, that's what I sing to myself. That's amazing. <laughs> I uh, loved. London Calling, which was not one of their most famous. No, but it did have Chase, Dr. Yes. Chase from House in yes. it. Yes. I rewatched it as like a 17-year-old was like, oh my God, he's like so cute and age appropriate now. Yes. <laughs> I love that one. It was one of my favorites. There was a terrible Peter Pan reference in there that I just <laughs> like, re- I just remember being like, ugh. Like, you don't know anything about Peter Pan. (laughs) I don't remember that. Um, I just remember really enjoying that one. Although, so my parents got divorced when I was really young Mm -hmm. and uh, like two. So before I can remember them even being together. But then, you know, the parent trap came out and I was like, please let there be a twin (laughs) that is just like switching with me. Yeah. Um, And there, I mean, maybe mom, if there is, let me know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I have never been to camp and found a twin, but on Facebook, it will often, because I have that both of them are like my mother and my father, mm-hmm. it will try to do a family group. It will suggest it on Facebook. Oh, and I'm so... like, oh, Facebook's trying to parent trap me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, trying. <laughs> it's trying to put us all in a group together. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> right? Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, no. Divorce parents should not be together for a reason. They're for, divorced for a reason. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and my stuff. stepdad's wonderful. Oh, good. And he's been in my life since I was three. So. so twins. Twins. Okay, so my mom uh, had twins in her class. Her se- She's been a second grade teacher for uh-huh. many years now. She had twins in her second grade class who... She would sit them across the room from each other mm-hmm. and they would miss the exact same answers oh, on tests, like multiple eerie. choice, right? Like she was like the exact same ones. And at first they were sitting closer and she was like, maybe they're like, like cheating. cheating off of each other or you they know, have like a system. Sense. Yeah. Um, but then she sat them across the room from each other and so and they were just both like really in sync and they it was two boys um and they were identical and they were really in sync and they were actually the ones that I had babysat for so I knew them too um and sweet sweet boys and they had friends but they would always get invited over together like they didn't have their own individual friends at all Mm -hmm. things like that um they were both divers uh like on a diving swim team interesting and um wait they're like second grade so that's like 
seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. A, that's a specific hobby for that young of age. It is. But they, they, I remember they were both like, that's what they wanted to do. Yeah. Like it was not coming from their parents. I think they did swim team when they were younger mm-hmm. and then saw the divers and were like that. I want to do that. Cool. Um, and so, and they had an older brother who I think was also a diver. Okay. Um, and so they, one of them, one of the two twins had an accident and hit his head on the diving board when he was diving one time. And, uh, like I think had a concussion, but not like terribly bad accident, but like brain altering. Yeah. Yeah. No like surgery or anything like that. Um, and, but from that point on, my mom said that they started missing different things on tests Mm. like their twin-ness like that Mm. unspoken weird twin thing was gone and then right around the same time one of them got invited over to something and the other one did not get invited oh wow and they started like making their own friends uh the boy who had had the accident um, didn't want to dive anymore, understandably. Yep. Yep. Me neither. Uh, yeah. I don't want to dive ever. Ever. Yeah. I still can't <laughs> do it. Like I, I've swum in lakes. Can't do it. It's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I was a synchronized swimmer, but diving is like oh, wow. too much. Um, but they, and then he, the boy who had had the accident took up the cello, um, wow. and like, they just totally like went their separate ways, but they also were still like brothers yeah. and close, Their but, twins are besties. Yeah, yeah. But not like everything together that's, and their styles started changing. Wow. That's like both horrible and wonderful yeah. at the same time. Cause it's like terrible. They don't have that synchronicity, but mm-hmm. it's also like, Oh, their individualities are starting. They're like, they've started in the same place, but these small things that happen to them in childhood can kind of like change their dynamic to be completely different people. Yeah. Oh, that's like a science experiment. Right? Yeah. And they do a lot of twin studies, um, which I wonder if those boys would ever like participate in one. Yeah. Because I think that they would be great study subjects. Yeah. They were identical, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I've met um, a pair of like adult identical twins. They're about the same age as me. And like they still live together oh wow and they're like their best friends and one's like an editor and i, I think the one other one works in business or whatever but it's like both they, office jobs yeah both office jobs but it is fascinating and it's um even because the boy and girl that i that are twins that i have nannied mm-hmm. and still do date night sits for mm-hmm. um they're so interesting because they also like just in jokes like they have in yeah. jokes that I'm, you know, not privy to, nor should I be. No, no one in the world will be able to be part of those in jokes. Yeah. yeah, and they like they had an imaginary friend together. Um, Whoa! Do you think that they like said they saw the same imaginary friend, but they're like brains? Like one, they'd be like, oh, like Clarice is a princess with blonde hair but like i can one's... say the name of the imaginary friend yeah what was, what because was it is gogi gogi yeah oh wow 
know. So like, I feel like one would imagine him as purple and one would imagine him as green kind of thing. No, they described him really similarly, which I wasn't there. Like I wasn't a full-time nanny for them. I was, uh, the mom worked freelance. And so I was there, you know, sometimes a lot. Some weeks I would be there a whole lot. And some weeks I would be there like one day. Yeah. And, um, and so I didn't get to see like the first appearance of Gogi, but like came on the scene later. Yeah. So I don't know how he was formed. Do you think they drew him? Maybe. I'd be interested. Their dad to see. is an artist and Oh cool. So and they're very good. They're both very good artists. Oh. I wonder if you like separated them into rooms and they each had to draw Gogi <sighs> if they drew the same Gogi. Maybe next time I go over there. Please tell me what happens. I will. Yes. <laughs> um because yeah, that's fascinating to me. Yeah. Um but and then they're so interesting because um one the girl is really social Mm -hmm. and uh just gets along with everybody and Mm -hmm. the boy is like a little bit more held back and um quiet and introverted Mm. and um and so just finding having them helping them find their own ways to approach like even just the playground after school because sometimes i'll pick them up after school and one of them the girl will just run off and I'm like okay don't have to worry (laughs) about her and then the boy will like hang out with me for a while and I'm like let's go I feel like boy girl twins are are cool because it's like they do have a friend in this like different like little world in there and they can be super super different people but still be like siblings yes exactly so which is so different than like if if you are like the same gender, you're expected to act like mm-hmm. that other gender, be that other person, both a boy or girl. You're like, oh, they're twins, but they're two different people. Right. Yes. Yeah. Although the girl twins that I was with each had very distinct personalities mm-hmm. and approaches to things. Um, and that was fascinating to me, too. And to the point that one of them who was more stoic and um loved like solving problems Mm -hmm. and like she was my like puzzle friend like she would sit down and like finish a puzzle with me at Mm -hmm. three which I think is just amazing (laughs) uh because usually it's like you get all the puzzle pieces out and And then then they're they're, like they're gone they're gone yeah and I'm like well I guess I'm doing this puzzle or I I kind of love that dude yeah because you just like sit and you just do it you do your own thing while they're off doing their thing yeah you're like well we decided to play this so I'm gonna keep doing it (laughs) but this uh the more stoic one of the two would like sit there with me and do the entire puzzle and like wanted to know like how to be able to do it better because I was like I always look for the corner pieces first and then she like took that to heart and the other one it was just like no bye (laughs) um and she was more emotional um in like a, a great way yeah like I'm I'm I want to take away any bad stereotypes when I say emotional because I loved her emotion. Like she felt joy to the fullest and she also felt sadness to the fullest. Um, and I, I loved that about her, but her sister sometimes like could not understand because that just wasn't her emotional experience. And so when the more emotional one would, uh, cry and stuff, the other one would be like, why is she crying? <laughs> it's like, she's feeling a lot right now. <laughs> and 
so funny because she would just be like, why? Yeah. What is wrong? <laughs> what is, do you know their parents well enough to kind of be like, see if they've like each adopted one of their parents' personalities? Um, yeah, that actually might be very true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, very interested in genetics and like yeah. how parents influence like a kid's attitude and if it comes from the genetics or if it comes from the like atmosphere. I find that fascinating as yeah. well. It's, I focus in on a lot. I, I, the family I've been with for like 10 years, um, I like, the parents have admitted like they'll just like connect more with one of the children mm-hmm. because it's like, I see myself in them. Like right. w- the dad drunkenly, he was like over for dinner with my family <laughs> and he's drunkenly like, like the youngest is mine. Like the <laughs> oldest is, is, is my wife's, but the youngest is mine. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Can't you love them equally? Nope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you got your favorites. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, as a nanny, I, I usually, though, it's f- it's phases mm-hmm. that I struggle with one kid and then, like, we work through it mm-hmm. and then and then I'm like, oh, now you and I are, like, getting along. Yeah. Great. And yeah. then the other one will hit a phase and I'll be like, all right, now we get yeah. through this. And, I can see that for sure. And for that, I take my mom's advice of, like, you're going to miss that phase when it's gone. As annoying as it is at the time, yeah. like, just think about it will not last forever, yeah. and you're going to miss it. Yeah. So. I don't know. Are you going to miss it? Yeah, sometimes I don't. <laughs> sometimes. You but can I look tell back on it that. fondly and being like, oh, remember when you were just the worst? Now you're great. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we gave up naps? Oh. Um, yeah. yeah, that yeah. transition is it's, one of my least favorites. It's tough. It's also easier to put them to bed, though, when they get up. Yes, too, for if, sure. If you stay for that long. Yeah. yeah. Um, but giving up naps makes mm. afternoons. Because you're just like, yeah. I don't know what we can do anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know like, how to break you, up this day. Are you going to make it to the park yeah. without totally breaking down? Yeah. Because you probably still need a nap, like, some days. Yeah. But, Yeah. Anyway, neither here nor there. One of the one of the so the family I've been with ten years when when the boy was about the oldest boy was about five he um, decided he's like I'm not gonna do naps anymore I'm done I don't need naps anymore I'm an adult and then when his brother like he's like a forty year old that's always been trapped in a child's body <laughs> like I love this this is like my kid like I love him and then um, his younger brother who I love in a very different way um, uh-huh. but there's no favorites. Um, he just, he loves naps and he couldn't Mm. give it up. So it was very interesting to like deal with those dynamics and yeah, "Yeah, all right. And he gets so tired when he doesn't nap. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting. Like what each kid needs. Yeah. Child rearing, man. It's tough. It is. And it's all individuals. It is. And that is a trap of twins, is that you treat them exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I can't do that. I can't either. Yeah. Um, and something that I talk to all the kids I nanny about, about equal um, not meaning exactly the same, yeah. but meaning that everyone's needs are met. Um, and you express that to the kids? Mm-hmm. That's really smart. 
Um, and I show like them if that it's something's fair or not. And you're like, well, technically it's not fair, but this is what he needs because he's older or something right. like that. Um, and yeah, sit down and have that discussion. And I show them there's a good picture and I will share it on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Chronicles of Nania, look it up. But there's a picture and it has the boxes. It has like six boxes. And so, and there's three different height people Mm -hmm. and so if you divide them equally one of them can't see over the fence one of them is like right at the fence level and one can totally see Mm -hmm. but if you move and make it like more of a pyramid like a stair step up then the shortest person can see the middle person can see just fine and then the tall person can still see because they don't need that extra box. Yeah. Um, And so a really simplistic way of explaining it. Yeah. And it's a good one that kids can understand of like, which one works better? And they're like, clearly this one. And I'm like, see, it's not, this person needs the three blocks because of their physical height. Um, You're good with kids. It sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think about it a lot. And then I do this podcast (laughs) and I get to meet with awesome nannies and talk. So that has been very helpful. Doing this for a year has really, it's made me a much better nanny than I was even a year ago. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, because I get to hear all these fun stories and ideas, and I'm trolling the Facebook groups all the time. Yeah, you're researching your job. Like, yeah. for me, like, when I'm when I'm done at the end of the day, that's it. Like, I'm going to go home and do what I want to do. I'm not going to think about these kids anymore. Right. But that's, that's cool that you're, like, you're dedicating your time and your effort to it because it's like, yeah, this is my passion. I love these kids. I want to make them the best kids I can. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. Um, is there anything else about twins that you can think of? Um, we just got, we decided Mary Kate and Ashley was the best one. I think so. I do love the parent trap though. Which one? A Ridge or Lindsay Lohan? No, the Lindsay Lohan one. I, I like, do, I like I them both actually. Yeah. What's the other one? Haley. I, a blonde girl from the 1960s. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I should, see, I should acknowledge her. Those are just trickery. Yeah. Like I love them more as of the films, Disney magic than it is. But the, I'm like, you're not twins. It's true. And it's a false dynamic. What did you think about the, um, this is us. Did you watch that? I have not watched it yet. Okay. It's, it's on my list. I find it very like, I'm like, if you guys were really triplets, really? Mm. Um, sorry. So hashtag spoiler. Oh, well, I don't know. Um, I will say that orphan black, is about yes. clones. Yes. And she is such a good actress. She's phenomenal. That, Tatiana Mislani. Yes. Yes. That I, it's to the point that I'm like, oh, I wonder if Sarah and Allison get along off camera. And then I'm like, wait, wait. no, they're the same person. Yeah. It's, but nuts. I think about them at like craft services because she's developed those characters so well and they all have like little tics yes. and movements and how they hold themselves and voices and vocal patterns pa- the patterns in which they speak and like, it's not just dialect no because like allison and um who's the other one's canadian um the one that di- uh, like dies in the first episode yeah they're both like from toronto canada ontario yeah. area but allison sounds so much different right it's so it's and that's very much like nature versus mom. nurture and you're like but is it real? Would this really happen? Yeah. So it's cool. So modern me right now, mm-hmm. even though that's not twins, twins, it's clones. Yeah. But that's my favorite. Yeah. I'm multiples. on board with that. I'm on board with that. Yeah. 
Um, but back in the 90s, Mary-Kate and Ashley had my heart. Yeah, fair enough. My f- uh, favorite Mary-Kate and Ashley, you said, was the London one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I think mine was the one with the backwards cap ba- baseball playing one. It was just like yes. the Prince and the Popper. Yes. But with it Mary-Kate takes and two? Ashley. It takes two. Yes. I love that one, too. That's a good one. I have all of these on VHS. Billboard Dad was a great one. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I loved the ones, though, where they went somewhere else because yeah. I was like I when they to went to Paris anything. yeah yes what was that one called I feel like it was like Mary Kate and Ashley go to Paris like, yeah I feel like it was an unoriginal title uh Mary Kate and Ashley down under down I never saw down under but I remember seeing it at the blockbuster yeah and being like I want to see that one Australian accents have always been my favorite because mm-hmm. you can't it's hard to do them they're one uh, of the hardest like shrimp by the bobby yeah I can't even do anything really yeah you're not gonna try it on the podcast uh <laughs> what i for a while i did the uh, peanut butter <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> but on lost uh emily oh yeah was she what had that yeah what's her i can't yeah. do it either now that i'm talking that was it's hard good, it's it's like it's like southern but it's also from australia that was good. I watch a lot. I of, mean, I watch a lot of Fly of the Concords. Now I've now I've ruined it, but I did watch a lot of Fly of the Concords. So it's like a New Zealand, but like Southern New right. Zealand. Yeah. I'm very sorry for all of my Australian <laughs> listeners. So sorry. Um, if we've offended you, please write in uh, and tell me. But also tell me a funny story uh, yeah. with the offense. Yeah. Uh, because I know that we're bad at it, but it's, I also know you probably love it. We live very far away. It's not our fault. We don't get to hear it all the time. Yeah. And I'm from the South, so people do Southern accents at me all the time (laughs) when I say I'm from the South. That stinks. And I'm just like, you don't get to... That's not... Yeah. But anyway, if you are listening and you're like, wait, these ladies did not cover this aspect of twins, and I am curious about it, or... You're like, I would like to share my experience yeah. that with twins that is different from what you were saying. There's such a weird, magical, cr- unique creature. I want to hear all about all of them. I know. I do too. So please email in to chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. And Nania is spelled N-A-N-N-Y-A. Um, because I would love to hear it. Or if you have a funny story that involves twins. Or... Uh, funny story at all that you want to share that I can share at the end of a podcast please email those in because I would love to read them I will never share the child's name but I will share your name if you would like me to I can also do it anonymously if you're like this story is embarrassing um I (laughs) don't have to share your name uh so yeah Please email in and then also follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Chronicles of Nannia will get you there every time. And I would love to hear all your stories. So be sure to share those. And speaking of stories, Annie has brought one for us for the end of the podcast. I have. It's a little bit, it's, it's an interesting thing that happened when I was nannying. I, um, so I was nannying these two children, a boy and a girl, the younger girl, um, was so smart and cool. And they both went to like my grade school and they lived like four houses away from me. Um, and I had just graduated college and I was like chauffeuring these kids around after school and I would, like pick them up, see my old teachers and they had the same teachers as me kind of thing. So I like really connected with them and the girl, 
I, I had dropped off her brother at um, a baseball game and I had brought the girl back in the mom's car and I drove past my garage and I see my brother and I see him behind the wheel of my mom's car. And, I, and uh, as I said a little bit earlier, like my brother is autistic, is high functioning autistic. So it's, I was like, Oh, 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 <laughs> not going to happen. So I, I parked the car be- behind him in the alleyway and parked the car b- behind the garage. And I pop out and I'm like, Hey bud. Okay what you doing? He's like, oh, mom said I could pull the car out of the garage and have some responsibility. He had been like practicing for his like, his driving. Um, And I was like, okay, well, um, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I can't figure out how to like put it in reverse. And I was like, okay, well, this is the brake. Don't (laughs) let go of it. And the driver's side door was open and um, he hits the accelerator while in reverse and the door hits me. And I go flying through the air into this like other into the car with the young girl in it. And like I just hear her scream like Annie in the air. And I like land on my arm and like my arm shatters. And oh, no. um, my and the like my brother's car like just bumps their car a little bit. But like I'm lying in like shock on the ground and I get up. And I was like, is, is she okay? Oh my God. Is she okay? Are you okay? And like, I'm like, I'm like clutching my like shattered hand in my arms and my mom comes out and she's like, F bomb, (laughs) my Blake, what did you do? No. And like, and I'm like, check on the girl, check on her. Was she okay? And, um, and like this whole time my mom's like freaking out about like her kid dying on the ground and I'm like so concerned because I'm like, I'm still on the clock. I'm still nannying. You got to make sure that she's okay. And like, then the like, I'm like, okay, you got to call her mom and tell her to pick up her son at the baseball game. And the ambulance is coming around the corner. And my mom like tries to call the mom on my phone, but the Bluetooth doesn't work. So she's like in, in the car that's just been the accident. She's like, like oh you're you gotta pick up your son like everyone's fine but there's been an accident and it was like this whole dramatic thing and everyone was like in the end i mean i wasn't fine right but, like all the kids were fine and but yeah that Way was a crazy nanny story man take one as a nanny yeah oh yeah i was like directing my own mother like yeah. i was like uh-uh like this is i am on my job you gotta call you take care of her i'm gonna get in the ambulance but you make sure that <laughs> and then like she was so i was like so concerned like they came in visited me like a few days after and like are you okay I'm like I'm so sorry I don't want to like traumatize you are you doing and she was so sweet like my mom like tried to give her chocolate covered strawberries and the little girl was like no I'm not allowed to have sweets unless I have a vegetable first like she was (laughs) just witnessed me getting hit by a car I was like no I can't have sweets yet it was just like so oh she she's a gem she's a good one and I I I keep in contact with her now she's like older and so smart and so cool right don't um, you love when they grow out to be like you're just like and those parents i've like they had a good regimen with those like they were never allowed to watch tv which as a tv-aholic i'm like okay some tv guys (laughs) movies are history too but like they but they were like always activities always like smart keep going like play with their kids outside yeah they were doing it right Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. shout out to all my nanny kids who have now gotten older, and I just really enjoy hanging out with them. Yeah, I I just really enjoy like hanging out with you as a person. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, thank you so much, Annie. Yeah. Annie the nanny. Annie the nanny. That's love what, it. I used to have like a poster that I would put up with that. That's amazing. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. I never get to talk about this because people don't have children at my age, so they right. don't know how to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you could come on and talk about yeah, that's it. That's great. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. The Chronicles of Nannia is produced and hosted by Martha Reddick. Artwork by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nannia and on Twitter at Nannia Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnannia at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.